Hello, everybody. Welcome back to 17 Karat K-Pop. This best songs of the year list is going to cover the short list of finalists. After literally thousands of options, I've narrowed it down, so it's over 150. But the final list will officially be 150. Not yet ranked, so we're just going to go alphabetically, because it took me so freaking long to narrow this down to the semifinals. So I have not had time to rank them, still pouring over it, really freaking out over it, agonizing about it. But anyway, today we're going to talk about the unranked final contenders. So it'll be more than 150, but here's who I've narrowed it down to. Then stay tuned for the final list. It will be a free post as part of the show newsletter, 17karatkpop.substack.com. I will also include a sign-up link in the description. One more thing before we get to this rundown. Note that each artist could have one or two songs on here, but no more than two, for the sake of variety. So I'm capping it at two, with artists defined as basically if you would have your own profile on Spotify, etc. If on streaming, it would be considered a separate act. It's a separate act here. So what I mean is subunits and artists on their own, they are each eligible for two, one or two slots on this list, separate from another group activity. For example, Taeyong could theoretically have up to two solo tracks. That does not take away from his potential to have two NCT 127 songs on the list too. Features do count as one of your two though. So if Taeyong had a feature, that would count as one of his two under that solo title. So with that disclaimer out of the way, here is the speed round of who is being considered. AB6, Loser. A great example of their natural maturity, because it's still light and fun, danceable pop, their classic flavor, but with more mature, thought-provoking lyrics and metaphor usage than ever, making it a perfect musical accompaniment to the very cinematic and symbolism-rich music video. August D will definitely have two on here. One will have to be Hagum, with one of the best verses of the year, truly. So much about everything from a world flooded with misinformation to the way social media demonizes people and flattens discourse. The need to break free and realize that we are shackling ourselves so we could also free ourselves. He also has wonderful analogies like, remember the human behind the screen. He manages to say in a million fascinating symbolic ways. Then I have to pick Polar Night, which also goes off of themes of being frustrated with how flat and black and white discourse gets online these days. The song argues for more nuanced, listening-focused conversations. It's a very well-put argument told very, very unapologetically. ATs will definitely have to have two on here. Bouncy probably has to go on here because it is explosive in every way and it is basically if the phrase let loose had a sonic accompaniment. Dune is probably their best b-side of the year. Full of surprises, a very fun bridge, and just really fun mixes of vocal styles that don't clash. They come together in unexpected ways that work. Ayumi Hamasaki, 23rd Monster, an electronic rock jam with really cool surround sound spatial effects, especially if you listen with headphones. 
Baby Metal, I might pick two from them, but so far on the list, I'm officially considering Metal Kingdom, which is just so emblematic of what their sound is all about. Rapid electro rock with orchestral finishing touches, a whole elaborate live show ready experience. Bam Bam, Sour and Sweet. An easy listening city pop song that is very nicely placed mid track list. As he goes through this journey in that album, the middle is where this song about those different sides brings the halves together. It's the centerpiece of his album, yet it's also just nice, easy listening that his voice is suited for. Band Made Shambles. A song that artfully words the argument, you have to just seize the day. Take your life in your own hands, and no one will help you rise from the ashes for you. You have to be the one to do that. See your own inner phoenix, stretch your wings, and dare to take a chance. A follow your dreams message put in a refreshing way, not a cliche one. Plus, the instrumental has this fast acceleration. The verses and choruses just bleed into each other. The no-time-to-waste mentality is given a fitting instrumental. Bish, Innocent Arrogance. A rock song with a really important message about needing to just view embracing yourself outside of the world's definitions, terminology, finding peace with yourself regardless of social constructs. Boy Next Door. The three songs I am considering, Serenade, But Sometimes, and ABCDLOVE, they're all charming in their own ways. Serenade is more upfront, just I like you, just a crush song, but sometimes is more youthful in a, an angsty, annoyed way. Like, everything sucks, I'm trying to make this relationship work, please meet me halfway. And then ABCDLOVE is naturally fun to say and sing, very single on ready, and about just kind of missing the days of younger love. Puppy love that felt low stakes, and their trademark now, ugh, feeling, the annoying of parts of love, like having to get a whole new rule book for a new relationship, feeling like there's no guide to this one compared to the last one. BSS with Lee Yunji fighting. A real great pep talk with a message of, you've got this, we're kind of down in the dumps today too, but we'll get through it together, fighting, the only way is through, we're all in this together, with an extra fun twist, with lyrics like a reference to feeling like a down on his luck, Beethoven, but you still got many more pages left to play. Chan Mina. I'm thinking she'll have one slot on this list, and I'm torn between B-List, which is the most earworm-esque on her latest album, with a very brisk piano. Heard Your Trash Now is a pop-punk delight, with her classically cavalier delivery. Chivy Mirage one of the most underrated songs of the year. If you're a fan of Say, S-A-A-Y, definitely check her out. The hoo-hoos and other fun details throughout, the ways the plucky guitar is kind of just interrupted for follow-up commentary. There's quite a real-time dialogue feel to it. Chew, Aliens. A great synth-pop song about the beauty in being different, like you're different planets, but at the end of the day, you form this love story, this bond, in the same solar system. Crush, I'm very torn. He might have two spots on this list. One for sure for him, Cheat. So dance-ready. When it comes on, you cannot just sit still. But other highlights from his new album, Satisfied, featuring Penomeco, Monday Blues, he does not have to flex that hard vocally, but he does, and Remember Me, which is road trip-ready, and good vibes only. 
dawn because I have to pick Davida's ride for me. Her voice is intoxicating on that much too short song that just leaves you putting it on a loop. Dawn Solo can only have one more song, so I'm very torn because he released a very strong set of songs this year. Dear My Light is a really aching ballad about just trusting that breaking up was the right thing because you just couldn't be good enough for them. It is so sad, but really powerful. Star is another painful song about losing what felt like your better half with a clever analogy of wanting to be the whole night sky for you and the sparkling stars are in your eyes and you worried about dimming that starlight with your presence. But the song Heart is a great example of his songs that you don't realize how good they are until they're stuck in your head later. In an understated way, they really have earworm qualities. A standout vocally, though, is Memory, featuring Kim Sawal. And another standout lyrically is Abyss, which turns that metaphor into a more comforting one. Like, just take in the darkness, because I'm right here too, we'll just hold each other here. A validation of feeling like you're in a black hole mentally, as opposed to being told to just cheer up. It's just a validation of being down in the dumps for a while. Like, it's okay not to be okay. Dio Lost a powerful story interrupter in his album that totally then flips the story on its head to be post-breakup, not honeymoon phase, with a clever lyric referring to how he feels lost because all roads led to you. You were his compass, and now he has no sense of his life's direction. The music really ratchets up in the chorus in a way that amplifies that sense of, whoa, this is feeling real now. Oh my gosh, what do I do? DPR Ian definitely will have two on this list. It's so hard to pick because he always has such interesting dynamic songs that are unconventional and have those alter egos of his that he plays in his video world interacting with each other. So any song has the potential to suddenly switch up mid-song tempo-wise, genre-wise, story-wise, and tone-wise. From his high-pitched voice to the deepest one imaginable, it's like a voiceover project each time. So that auditory journey maybe is the best with So I Danced, but all of his songs this year have that kind of feel to them, that richness. I might have to pick Welcome to the Other Side too for just the the most incredible instrumental-only parts, truly some of the best instrumental banger material of the year. Dreamcatcher, Damien, and maybe one more. Damien is a great example of when they thrive, leaning more into a punk side of pop punk. Very fun distorted synths and the sinister, intense tone. The Sun Shatter also impresses because it is so much drama, despite a slowed down pace, at least compared to Rising. And hyphen. Okay, the shortlist is pretty long for them. I'm really having a hard time picking. It's going to be two songs for sure. Blossom, their Japanese ballad, has beautiful lyrics about no answers in love, just feelings. Just embrace this moment. Let it blossom. Chacon, Bills, Sacrifice, Bite Me. Those are the others I'm most highly considering. They all contribute the most to the existing lore. Maybe still Monster too. In Orange Flower, geez, they had such a good year with songs that were so detailed in ways that go back to the, the canon of their storyline. So specific to them, yet just universally have that pop appeal.
Epic High, Screen Time with Hoshi, for sure, a commentary on our phone addiction, the digital age, and the ironic mix of ways our phones make us feel closer than ever and farther apart than ever. How much do we truly know each other in this day and age? A thought-provoking song, much like God's Latte, which reflects on a higher power, karma, big philosophical questions. I really considered Catch with Hwasa, but Hwasa already has two on here. I'll just skip and tell you right now. Seventeen with Wein, great attitude, and them as a duo has a unique synergy to it. And then I Love My Body is a great unapologetic and just catchy self-love anthem. Everglow Slay. An electronic hip-hop pop jam, lots to it, a great triumphant comeback song, with catchy na-na-nas to top it off. 5050, Cupid, one of the defining songs for K-pop in 2023. It speaks to universal, unlucky in love feelings, but in a very sweet pop way that gets in your head. Forestella, White Knight. The most marvelous performance, this choral-type orchestral number, where they just show off incredible synergy and baritone, pitch and volume-wise, running the gamut. They are such a powerful, interesting unit. From 20, either Beat It or Bad Revenge. Both very speedy synth-pop jams, right in his wheelhouse, in his sweet spot. Bad Revenge has better lyrics, like, Cried But I Made a Banger. But Beat It has its own charm, like I said, in his go-to sweet spot musically. Gem Gloria, one of the most stunning power ballads of the year that really makes her album even more impactful. That song being even more emotionally effective than the others, that says a lot. G Idol, Queen Card, a great follow-up to Tomboy, sonically and just attitude-wise and the b-side paradise i really like the clever callbacks to the lyrics in dahlia from two years ago they revisit old metaphors in a new way i also love allergy though a relatable complaint about your mirror allergy like you feel allergic to the mirror just feeling ugly and inadequate compared to the cool girls at school feeling like you don't fit in girl squared probably the finest with ice cream Girl Squared and Ice Cream, this year they were it. They were really good musical partners. That was one of the J-pop jams of the year. In my book, Han Sun-woon, Running High. A really rejuvenating song. I could picture being used as an OST easily with really just fantastic riffs, vocal control, and high notes. Hey Men, at least one song from this year's album. It was so underrated. This rock album, so fun and kind of spooky, ominous sounding, unsettling on purpose, sinister, in character. I'm most considering dystopia, b-side, special, liar, don't look up, and mirror TikTok. Icon. Definitely two slots on here. They had some more strong instant classics in their discography with their playful singles. You, so much fun. Tantara, fun in an old school hip-hop way. Panorama, fun in a whistle-along kind of way. Lovestruck, high teen way. They really brought it this year. Itzy, definitely I'll have to pick Ringo. It reminds me of Bling Bling's Oh Mama, so good, and perfect for their bold personalities. 
I'm also considering Killshot because the walking into a room anthem that is 24 hours walked so Killshot could run. I've will definitely get two slots on here. The four I am considering, off the record, a guitar-focused one, perfect for a girls' night narration, that interpolates Love Fool by the Cardigans. Either way, because it shows this new side to them, vocally and instrumentally and lyrically, it was kind of a, a detour for them. Hypnosis, a flirty song with a Greek mythology reference I like to nerd out about. And I Am, a classic confidence-boosting anthem about life being this beautiful galaxy, the genre is fantasy, the world is your oyster. Janice Ann, Get Over Yourself, a compelling contrast with her just top-tier singing and then rugged rapping, quite a dramatic rock ballad of sorts, kind of in the vein of Arcord and his collaborations. Jeff Sutter, definitely two songs. I'm really sad, I have to say, farewell to Lucid, but still in contention, steal the show with Sean, Black Tie, and Dum Dum. All of them have him really in character, with his goosebumps-inducing voice alone, being so compelling, getting into character, and seamlessly going from one part of a story to another. A natural sonic storyteller. You'll see what I mean with those songs, the ways his voice goes from kind of playing the villain to the victim and back again, the scorned versus the vengeful, an ominous whisper, a dark, commanding tone. He's so talented. Jihyo, Nightmare. Speaking of vengeful, she sings about wanting to keep haunting her ex, being his worst nightmare, in a way that proves she's serious. Real powerhouse voice, really emotionally, goes where she had to. Jimin, Like Crazy, a great pop song, with interesting moments throughout that make it feel more intimate and immersive to listen to. And alone, his voice is as beautiful as this song, and its cry out for comfort is devastating. Jisoo, Flower. Caribbean-inspired percussion with a Latin-inspired melody and lyrics that give this defiant farewell to an ex. Like, I'll be your flower no more, I'm gonna blossom myself, all I will leave is a trace in me for you to remember, be haunted by as well. A drawn-out flower analogy for your past and present relationship status. The sound and lyrics both match the theme of being fragile yet powerful and independent. Juhani already picked out two for him. Freedom, which goes back and forth between ballad-like and personality-packed rapping. Really interesting. Total flip-flopping that goes with the song's theme, freedom. Freedom from a sense of having to put a song in a specific genre box. And Don't Worry, Be Happy, a pick-me-up that's extra meaningful with the context of his past albums when he had a kid's choir join him. Now adult voices join his, like he's grown up and gotten to the other side of the pain he promised his younger self he would. Juice Boy and Karen Cece, Target. Classic pop punk with so much ugh to it, so much pessimism, maybe that's not the right word, but so much complaining, but in a fun pop punk way. It's so angsty, in a fun way though, a fun catchy way about the way you've weaseled your way into their life as a crush. Now you won't leave their mind and they're so mad about it that you became their target like Cupid. June, Psycho. 
an insightful, thematically appropriate sequel to a solo song, Limbo, that questions what we do just because society told us to, and how much free will has to do with it. It gets pretty deep, and it also amplifies that feeling of losing your mind by the end, when he's shouting, and the sense he's jumping up and down or running around in circles is very easy to picture. Jungkook, I'm so torn between so many. I like Hate You. It is simplistic, but in a touching way. It's still very emotionally raw and real and commendable. But standing next to you is such a fun, funky groove that his voice just takes to new heights, high note, pun kind of intended there. But then, of course, there's Seven with Lotto, a son of the summer for sure. In 3D, although I must admit Jack Harlow's verse incredibly underwhelmed. Kai, Say You Love Me. That song hits the bullseye with his vocal sweet spot, perfectly aligned with where he is just performance-wise right at home. A hip-hop R&B jam that he is perfect for. King Daniel, both SOS and Wasteland. Alt-rock songs that narrate his hero's tale question mark could be villain's tale in some ways, but very cinematic and out for revenge, very regretful, angry, fully in character, but also giving voice to real feeling of betrayal and a loss of trust. He gives the right emotional heft to the subjects. Card, Icky. An unapologetic, colorful song that epitomizes Card in their unique musical lane. Kim Sejun, I'm having such a hard time. Topper Cliff will probably be one really emotionally effective. Voyage is a fun, jovial, Irish rock style one. The throwback sound to Jenga I like, as well as her clever Jenga block metaphor. She also has a great metaphor in In the Rain, a touching reiteration of how much she wants to get back in touch with her inner child. Really poetic, way with words. King knew one or two spots, not sure yet. I'm considering the most out there, eccentric, sonic romps from their latest album, Asura, Specials. Kiss of Life, they sure get two slots. Bell Solo Countdown has a great message about wanting to live outside of parental pressures and dealing with weighty expectations. But as a full group, Bad News impressed me, as did Gentlemen and Shush. Kwon Jin Ah, Raise Up the Flag. Definitely high up on the list, on this full list. Her voice wobbles, choking out the words, but then at times it regains strength. It really brings to life a very moving, emotional evolution. Lay Seraphim, definitely the electronic, instantly iconic gem, that refrain that should become like your motto, mess in distressed, still the best dressed, Eve Psyche and the Bluebeard's Wife. Also original, their spin on a song from an old movie that they gave a girl power twist, Unforgiven, featuring Nile Rodgers. Lexi Lou, Delulu. A hyperpop fever dream where her thoughts are flitting around as much as the instruments. Limkim, Damn Cold. A dark pop song with these crashing synths, this sense of ominousness infiltrating it, and relatable lyrics. Man Dark featuring Gummy Bear Man, Sushi. An interesting winding direction from hyperpop into feedback heavy, laid back but still kind of alt punk territory. Mark, Golden Hour. 
an iconic clapback, and a way to prove, hey, it's better to laugh with you than at you, so get in on the joke or get ahead of it, make fun of yourself, embrace what you're bad at, and he turned a Gordon Ramsay roast of his eggs, for real, it's a long story, Twitter used to be so fun, anyway, into a hip-hop-rooted jam about embracing his inability to cook eggs well. It's a nonsense song in ways that surprise. Mars 23, we'll definitely have two on here. One has to be Gaslight with Ozzy, one of my favorite songs of the year. I've talked about it so freaking much all year because it is so, so freaking catchy. Enough said, it's just such a fantastic, catchy, angry song, the fun kind of angry song to rock along with and adopt as a personal anthem. My leading contender at the moment for the second slot is the song God, which does a nice job modulating his tone through these echoes, but also these amplifiers of the percussion and guitars. Each element really works together really well. Melody and Christine, if I. A dreamy pop song that reflects on how close or far away you feel from someone versus reality, reflecting on the need for clarity and companionship in what happens without either, with an atmospheric instrumental to match the message about feeling kind of lost in space, beyond the space and time where you could reach them physically. Mengia, aka Gia, Knockout a fiery EDM number that seamlessly weaves her rapping in with traditional instruments and so much more. Millet, definitely two songs, my top contenders, ones where she proved, indeed, she has an exciting inner rock star, Broken and Hell Club. Hell Club, for sure, has to be one of these because that ominous organ intro, the EDM but dark choruses, the sudden switch up with her rap in the bridge, it keeps switching up on you to tell a complex, almost like a villain, origin story. But then she did a great job with a very happy, uncharacteristic, light pivot with Hayson. December is incredible, too. That's a beautiful ballad where the instruments know just to stay behind her voice, know their place, don't overwhelm her voice. Marani, featuring Big Naughty, Bad Boy. A Billie Eilish-esque snarky song where she talks matter-of-factly about how bad her ex was. Murray, M-I-R-E-I, Lonely in Tokyo, a layered pop song with a cool escalation in its percussion, a gradual, well-done addition of synths over time, and fun auto-tune twists. Monsta X, Beautiful Liar, and maybe Lone Ranger, both really show the members' individual strengths well. Kihyun's high notes, Juhani's rapping, Nana Uyan, Mama Said, the murmuring bass is made more interesting with volume changes and percussion choices. The song doesn't slog at all, but it stays pretty monotonous in terms of her delivery and her, her eye-rolling assumption. Talking about what, yeah, mama said I should do, but we'll see. Nakt Vane, N-A-Q-T, V-A-N-E, lyrically and sonically, what classic pop-ups are made of, chronic. NCT Dream, I-S-T-J. Hands down one of my favorite instrumentals in K-pop this year, and it's got a clever subversive message. It's not about your ISTJ, your personality test results. It's actually about the opposite, about how stupid those can be, or just, you know, how much more important it is to not rely on a couple letters, but really just getting to know someone and decide for yourself if that description fits.
I'm debating if I will have certain NCT songs just because I do want to keep a big variety in this list. I don't want to be too overly nice to them, but I really do think they had such a strong year. I love the harmonizing and smoothness and romantic lyrics of Perfume by Doja Jun. Baggy Jeans has the fun deep voice chorus and Pado is quite a an unexpected romp. From NCT 127, Skyscraper's rap goes off so much. DJ is a fun 70s jazzy up-tempo song. Space, that is an interesting mix of heavenly voices and indescribable unique instrumental combinations. Then there's AO, which took a piercing alarm sound and somehow made it quite catchy. And then Jeunesse Qua with Mad Libs Energy and Nonstop Entertainment. Nene, N-E-N-E, both All About That Day, a sweet, straightforward, to the point ode to a lover. I hope you remember me as fondly as I do you. And KLMS, Killing Me Softly. While All About That Day shines for its storybook-esque lyrics, KLMS shines for its instrumental, which is creepy in a fun way. Nerd Connection, Stand Up, a shining moment on their EP, a very in-your-face rock song. New Jeans, Super Shy, that addicting drum and bass and the way they sing in such a, an understated, passive way. The tone is perfected, their unique type of K-pop. They set that new trend with the ASMR style delivery, a real crystallization of their appeal. Nissy, When You Were Mine. The snapping, the bass, the bounce, classic pop material, plus a fun surprise mid-song. Plus it proved to be impressively malleable with the piano version we ended up getting, thanks to the music video. Noilian and Miyavi, Rays, a thunderous blitz of sound, with Miyavi's trademark, always invigorating, guitar shredding. Official Hidge, Dandism, White Noise. So many unexpected twists and turns, a zigzagging, quirky song that is quite a party. Ozzy, avant-garde, a hip-hop song that gets pretty vulnerable about feeling pressure to succeed, especially representing the Mando Pop, Mando Rap world, the burdens he feels with being a face of a whole industry. Pagehun, P-A-G-A-E-H-U-N-O-X-O. A sweet, charming, nervous song about a shy boy trying to find the right words to say to his crush and getting increasingly nervous as the time slips away where he could vocalize his feelings. And he just wants a simple holding hands in the park dream to become reality. That's all he wants. Just holding hands in the park. Very endearing and a very, very underrated song. Pink Fun, one of their songs. I'm going with either the bubblegum pop delight of Oh My Oh My or the Cherry Bullet-esque Love So Sweet era type All About You. Purple Kiss will get at least one song on here, Sweet Juice, with all their irreplaceable vocal colors at their best. I may have to pick a second, not sure which yet, because one thing overlooked too much with their work are the profound lyrics. Really beautiful. So I may have to pick another song just to highlight their songwriting. P1 Harmony definitely gets two spots. One has to be Jump, a contagiously enthusiastic, catchy number with great moments for Kehoe Bias people. 
but also with great moments for Kehoe Bias people is Fall in Love Again, which is an on-brand, optimistic, earnest, cheerleader type of song encouraging you to take another chance on love. Don't let past burns make you cynical towards it. But then there's more than words, a standout B-side, Ray Asuda, Each Day Each Night, a strong, satisfying, emotional note to end the album on, and A Beautiful World, an empowering, lively, bell-shaker and guitar-filled feel-good song about empowerment. Real, R-E-O-L, at least one song from her album Black Box. Final Call has a playful piano and a more dance-pop sound than her usual more quirky electronic hyper-pop go-to. Now that fun rapid style we know and love, that's in Takeoff. So I'm going to pick Final Call to show her more straight-up dance-pop, less overwhelming to some listeners side, but I personally like Takeoff more. Rene Yoshida, Narabe. A colorful song that is like a train that keeps picking up new quirky passengers as it goes. It just adds on more and more sounds, more and more curveballs, but it somehow works. Roa from Rocking Doll, Truth or Dare, a bouncy song with great synths, bass, and violins, definitely for fans of Dance the Night by Dua Lipa, and a cool way to see her more mature, flirty side compared to who she is in the girl group. The Rose, Alive. The electronic instrumental breakdown, mid-song, another standout instrumental of the year, Chef's Kiss. It's also personally just one of their finest to date. Sakura Zaka, 46. At least one of their songs, probably Shonen Yoku, with its industrial EDM instrumental mix. But other songs are chaotic in the best way, like Don't Cut in Line. 17. Obviously, I'm having a super hard time picking two. I'll probably pick by going with songs that are not just good for lyrics and or the instrumental, but songs with this deeper layer of appreciation in the context of their full discography. Like some of their songs were just perfect bows on top of the gift that is their discography. Perfect mixtures of something new, but also kind of bringing to mind past eras, revisiting past themes like teamwork, trying to get the right words, universal languages, ways of bridging divide. The themes that are the epitome of Seventeen make these songs extra personalized just for this group. No one else could pull it off the same. It wouldn't have the same meaning. So that includes I Don't Understand But I Love You, Super, Gotta Music, Headliner, and Diamond Days. Shishi, Probably Unwind, a retro dance pop song, but her new album really is full of bops, the synth-pop INFP, fun guitars and electronic final touches in Addicted, the 90s R&B vibe of TMT, the guitars and the, the crashing synths that kick in during Bullet, really well done. Shiny, Sweet Misery, a dreamy synth haze that brings to life the lyrics about love and the pain of wandering through this sea of memories. Sky High and Taku Takahashi, Dunk. A really discombobulating, head-spinning assortment of sounds with a really just jump-on-ready, jittery instrumental. Stacy Teddy Bear, a beyond cute pop song that will stick in your head and has fun lyrics about just enjoying the moment, just dancing and having a good day, letting your worries be a thing pushed away for another day. 
Stray Kids. I'm really having a hard time. So many songs this year from Stray Kids really brought the energy. In Your Face lyrics, the commanding instrumentals, so much attitude, so much fire. Top contenders, though, Megaverse, Top Line, S-Class, and La 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 La. Taman probably getting two slots, at least one for Guilty, for sure. A song about selfish love with strings and synths that stir up this sense of drama that kicks off the album already at the climax. His voice is up to the daunting task of matching the extremeness of the emotion and story. Buddy shows off his vocal dexterity and painful lyrics with Not Over You. Taeyeon, something from her album 2X, really great metaphors throughout, and she really hit home with so many lyrics, like, love is a dream of being hurt, I loved you without you, I gave you all for nothing, far from affection, it's only sympathy, yikes, these words are like a personal attack, a really, really diary entry-esque album. Taeyeon, T-A-E-Y-O-N-G, at least one song. Ruby is a standout for a very different reason than 404, File Not Found, although both also shine for their vulnerability. Ruby is a sweet, earnest tribute to his dog who's passed away, but also just about an ode to people and cherishing those you form deep bonds with that can be eternal in some way. Then 404 File Not Found is memorable for its darkness, not a silver lining type celebration, a sad but worthwhile look back. This empty sound to it, where he just pours his guts out into it, that black hole feeling really can hit home. Triple S, I'm considering quite a few. Love the old school touches to touch. Love the background of harmonies with new look. Love the quick acceleration of their voices in the synths in Moto Princess. Love the message of girls' capitalism. And just overall love the, the catchiness of Rising. Twice definitely gets two spots. Already picked him out. Set Me Free, a polished pop bop that is really showing their organic maturity. It sounds like a twice song, but in a new way that really shows a, an inner growth, a realization with this double meaning. A double meaning exploring, a life lesson learned. They can set themselves free and having already been set free. It's a deceptively danceable bit of levity, but also a song with these deeper messages. They're singing about Set Me Free and what it's like now that you have Set Me Free. The B-side I'm picking will be Crazy Stupid Love, another song that is new for them, kind of alternative, a fun post-breakup mood boost with a cool bluesy riff. TXT, definitely getting two spots. One has to be Farewell Neverland. Spoiler alert, I picked it as the best song of the year at the midpoint, the best song of the year so far. I probably have to say it's still my favorite of the year, objectively and subjectively, a really moving, beautiful song. Vocally, it is so stirring and remarkable. Story-wise, it really hit for me, and it really tied well into their vast, metaphor-filled, allegorical story. It brought the concept album, the finale of that chapter, it deserved, which is no small feat. I also adore Sugar Rush Ride and other songs that stay very related to the concepts, the big themes of their work, the narrative applications, the literary references, those really I admire most. 
So I'm also considering Dreamer, Growing Pain, Blue Spring, and Skipping Stones. Vash Shu, Flowers Growing from My Eyes. Fun, unexpected woohoos and other bursts of energy interrupt the seriousness of the song to make sure it's not taking itself too seriously. Definitely picking two wood songs, one probably ready to fight, a great devil may care declaration, and Journey is probably my other pick, a song about self-worth, realizing what he was running from, and what he now wants to run to. Extinary Heroes, they had a stellar year, will definitely get two slots. Probably Pluto and Freddy. Nice contrast there. Pluto, they really belted out. Very emotional. Fans of Day 6 should love it. And Freddy is so fun and whimsical. Bad Chemical, I'm also considering. XG will have at least one song on here. Either Shooting Star, a bass-driven hip-hop trap song, TGIF, in their mind standing for Thank God I'm Fly, or Puppet Show, another song that really clarifies their whole group image and in-control stance. Zyker's Tricky House. An eclectic song that sets up their video narrative, their fictional realm, perfectly, with an interesting moonbotten dance and Bollywood-inspired mix of musical influences. Yoasobi, they'll probably get two spots. One, at least, of course, has to be for Idol, one of the J-pop songs of the year, took the world by storm for a reason. Seventeen was impressive for the EDM distortions, the frenetic choruses with that guitar rocking out with them. And then the Brave has some of the most straight-out-of-a-storybook, vivid lyrics. Yugium, featuring Sike, Ponytail, really showed off his musical strengths and started the year on a nostalgic note with the 90s, early aughts inspiration, a very fun R&B, brassy number. Zunia vanished. An impressive back and forth with going from rapping to singing and back again, from guitar to percussion focuses and back again. Other back and forths all woven seamlessly into the same interesting fabric. Eight turn, excel. A triumphant feeling, palpable excitement, and the ability to build on itself. The pre-choruses so effectively build to something more energizing in the choruses. The bridge also builds on itself, gets better as it goes. The energy keeps just surging due to its own efforts. A great epitome of an energetic song. Lastly, Ten Feet, Ri Hoteshiki. A very full, well-done song with smart instrumental instincts and a unique-to-them overall feel. I could go on about more honorable mentions, but I will more in that newsletter linked to below. That's enough for today. Thank you all for tuning in for this massive round of recommendations, and I will talk to you all again very soon. Bye, everybody!